yesterday. I had to give uh, Rick the cat a shot. We've been doing this for a couple of weeks. He's been getting uh, injections. Mm-hmm. Went through a little little sickness over the holiday season. He's getting better. They got him on a medication that requires an injection. Yeah. Because it was cheaper than the pill. It's, it's true, though. I mean, it's, <laughs> But we may have to switch him over because you had done this, and yesterday I got stuck with it, and I barely, I didn't get the whole thing in him because he oh, just, did. no, he fights me. Well, I mean, it's a shot. It hurts, and he's a cat, and he doesn't get it. So he's he's been pretty good about taking it as long as he's distracted, yeah. but it is, for the most part, kind of a two-person job. So I had a feeling you were going to have a but hard But no, for thing. you, it seems like you pick him up, and then he just kind of... Swiggles a little bit, but he generally doesn't really fight you. But, but I, I alpha him. I'm like I'm the, I'm the mama cat in in our relationship, and he knows it, so he doesn't fight me as much as he does you. Well, it's clear to me that uh, I am that I'm on the bottom bunk, okay? <laughs> that I am not the uh, the alpha here because yeah. he just. I was trying to. Yeah, of course, then once he realizes what's happening, they're smart enough to realize, well, we're not doing that. Right. So then right. I'm chasing him around the house like Tom and Jerry. <laughs> I can almost hear like the cartoon sound effects. And finally, I got him in a chair. I'm just like, well, come on, bud. Let's go. We got to get this done. I'm t- trying to take care of you. And this is what he's, this is the noise he gives you. Oh. Oh, it's an angry cat noise, right? Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. He's, he hadn't even gotten the injection yet. I didn't do anything to him. He just saw the needle and knew that it was time. I mean, I tried to put food out for him, the whole deal, nothing. So you got most of it in or some of it in? Some, I would some. say some. Okay. And I just let it go. <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> I mean, it just took like a mound of uh, a mound of treats. We kind of look like Scarface coming up from, <laughs> whole snout is all covered. And, but I, he just didn't want didn't to hear it. He's just mooing like a cow. And We'll switch to the pills. I think it'll be easier for all of us. I've I mean, never heard him hiss, though. I know some cats do hiss and scratch. Hiss. He doesn't do that. No. He, he just... <laughs> But that sounds pretty terrifying. Is a dramatic. <laughs> Let's play that again. Yeah, very, very, uh, very dramatic and over the top. Yeah. Everybody feel sorry for Rick. <laughs> oh, yeah. You don't like waking up, so here's a song to get you through. Because if you go back to bed, the boss will fire you. Wrote the song for the guitar, but I just broke my E string. So I'm playing with my organ now, the chorus I will sing. Wake up, everybody, get yourself some more caffeine. Then hop on in the shower so your body will be clean. This song had a 70s vibe, but now I gotta go. This wake up ditty is over and it's time to stop the show Wake up everybody, get yourself some more caffeine Then hop on in the shower so your body will be clean Oh God Oh yeah That's pretty good, I like that Thank you uh, silly song guy Kevin Good morning, America, and welcome to Tuesday, January the 23rd, 2024. Boss Big Show now on the air everywhere, 107.199.7 FM on the Boss app, 1071theboss.com. Robbie, Rochelle, the whole crew is here and ready to roll. Congratulations, uh, New Jersey has landed at number five on the states that use TikTok the most. Four out of ten New Jerseyans say they use TikTok at least once a day. Wow. Mm. I think you're TikTok obsessed. I get. I don't know why this bothers me. I don't know me. why you think that. Well, you, you are the kind of person, you can't just watch a show. You have to also be scrolling on your yes, phone at the same I time. I don't I understand why that is in the first place. And then it always appears to me that you are on that TikTok no, app. No, you just always yep. assume it's TikTok. I'm not always on TikTok. I'm probably on Pinterest or Instagram more often than TikTok. No. But I do like TikTok. I just... 
every one of my TikToks because of my algorithms are just pet videos. Every single one of them. It's all they're all dogs, all cats. There's I get the donkey ones. It's all pet videos. And then I go on there because Lola posts a lot yeah, I mean, and she guess, likes yeah. things and she shares things to me. So I mean, I do look, but I'm not obsessed. I've gotten people tell me professional people, Robbie, you got TikTok, you got to get it. They say I'm not doing it. I've gotten all the social media I'm going to get. Joe, you don't have a TikTok, right? No. Not no. By the way, you know what I haven't asked you about? What's going on with that cameo thing you were supposed to do? Oh, yeah. Forget about uh, that. We've, uh, we've uh, 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 postponed that until uh, uh, another couple of weeks. Oh. Okay. <laughs> still on track, though? It's still happening? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's still going to happen. Okay. All right. You know, well, I, have haven't, a, uh, I have a little FOMO. Ahead. You know that, right? You know that because he's doing it now. I feel like we should do it, or at least I should do it. That's something I would be willing to do. You want to get on Cameo? No, but Joe's doing it, so I feel like I need to keep up with him, you know? Well, you know what? Why don't we do this? Why don't you see how it works with me first before yeah. you go through all the... Uh, 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 all the hoopla? Uh, yeah. <laughs> but you know, in my uh, with my narcissistic, uh, egomaniacal personality, I'm assuming that I would be more popular. And so, oh, my God. So the thought that you could be more popular, you know what I'm saying? That's my concern. Well, first of all, every survey and, and everything else that you ever do d- tells you that's not true. So <laughs> as you... As you Zing! <laughs> Zing! So, so, so damn let's you, end Fred Jacobs! Right now. Damn you and your research. Let's end that right now. So, uh, but, but uh, nonetheless, um, yeah. I mean, hey, look, you know what? It, uh, so what? If you do it, you do it. If you don't, you don't. And you know what? The thing is, is that if you make a couple of bucks while you're doing it, fine. yeah. Coming soon. I don't really care. Coming care. soon. And Kermit's the one doing it, so surely nothing could possibly go wrong. No, nothing could go wrong. It's gonna be great. <laughs> it's gonna be great. I have to ply him with alcohol to get him in. Here, so. <laughs> He's really America's uh, America's dad. He really is. <laughs> He's a regular Danny Thomas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Make room for Kermit, you know? <laughs> Make a lot of room for Kermit. <laughs> He's getting bigger again. Uh, Definitely warmer than the past couple of days. I got that going for us. On the broadcast today, we will do Robbie and Michelle's world-famous animal stories. Stories trending about our furry little friends. Mm-hmm. Times the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky. We will do animal stories this morning. Do something we've never done before. Name that celebrity. Oh, that's fun. 710. Get some tickets giveaway. We'll do that. Listen for the pop top for your first chance of the day. We do it. It could be any time between 6 a.m. and 6 p.m. Anytime you hear it, 10th caller through qualifies for the $5,000 free money cash prize. Putting five grand in your hand. And we'll get you a pair of passes in to do a red, white, and brew fest. That's February 17th, President's Day weekend over at Cure Insurance Arena. Your chance to get qualified today. Listen for that pop top to win or go to 1071theboss.com. Ross will be here in a minute with the horrible scopes to the Fast Five, the birthday file, a he said. She said. Coming at 750. Of course, mom confessions and more. But right now, time for the CBB, the Community Bulletin Board, local businesses, organizations putting on fun events. We share them all right here every morning. If you have one, let us know. 732-774-4444 via the Text Connect. You also get us on the Facebook page or right through the contact Contact page at 1071theboss.com. Or listen, you want to send us a, me- a letter in the mail? Yeah. That'd be nice. Sure. I often like to find a little letter in my mailbox. It is kind of fun to open mail, isn't it? It doesn't happen every day, and it will stand out, and I guarantee you'll get on the air. That's true. I would appreciate it. But don't write in cur- Don't have that like old lady cursive, because I can't read that. <laughs> the old lady cursive is the best cursive. It's very pretty. Let's just write it clearly, uh-huh. succinctly, so I can get through it. Okay. Your CBB, your community bulletin board. 
Thursday, Rochelle's going to be out with the Boss Roadies. Planet Fitness of Ocean Township get their big grand opening. It's right mm-hmm. there on Route 35. You have lots of swag to win. It is Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. Coffee thermoses and yes. tote bags. People love the tote bags. Lots of fun. Bring the you know bring them in there because you can't bring the plastic bags in the store. Bring the Robbie and Rochelle bag right in there and show your show pride. That's right. And I will challenge you to a leg press off. Rochelle did not believe, by the way, that I could leg press 500 pounds on the leg machine. I still don't know if I believe. That's I a could, lot of weight. I could do two or three, but I got big legs and strong knees. I know. But they can look at me and say, there's a fellow with strong 500 knees. 500 pounds is a lot. How much can you do? The last time I did it, I think I did about 200. And that was, a, I mean, that was a lot. That's, yeah. a, that's a lot. So I, I don't know. I haven't done it in a while, but I'm be, I would be willing to try it there. As long as I don't get the lug alert. <laughs> Four to six, Thursday afternoon. Then Sunday, it's two weeks in a row. We got Springsteen on Sunday, live in a row, back at Bar Anticipation in Lake Como, a.k.a. Belmar. Doors open 8 a.m. and then the radio show gets going 9 o'clock, but you start boozing right there at 8 o'clock. The third annual Seagirt Polar Plunge is happening Saturday, February 3rd, 10.30 in the morning, Beacon Boulevard Beach in Seagirt. It's all to benefit the Lift Fund for Veterans, Habitat for Humanity, and presented by Seagirt Recreation. It'll be an after party with a buffet at Rod's mm. Tavern and a whole lot more. That's fun every year. I believe Van Dusen is bringing his motorcycle over there. Oh, really? At least I know he has in the past to the Polar Plunge. You're not going to see him in the water. No, no. It's no, 10.30 no, no. on February the 3rd. Also on the 3rd, you can join us at Red's up by the Meadowlands for Pizza Bowl 4. Yes. Robbie and Rochelle, Joan Olin, all going to be celebrity judges mm-hmm. to select the best pizza in the Great Garden State. And it is free to the public. Come join and, and watch the whole deal. I'm wearing my stretchy pants. I believe it's free. Is it free to get in? There are tickets. You do have to pay for tickets. I I think you might be able to just come in and watch if you don't want to eat the food, but they they do have tickets for purchase if you'd like to try all the pizzas. Yeah, there's no way you're going to stand there and not eat, but I believe we picked the top five and then we're the celebrity judges for the the final countdown to the best pizza. Mm -hmm. It's going on uh, February the 3rd. Also, Reg is right there by the Meadowlands. Blue's exit 16W off of the uh, Turnpike, by the way. And there you are. A couple of things we thought you, yes, you needed to know this morning on your friendly neighborhood CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. It is a long-standing broadcast tradition, and we are happy to keep it alive here on the Boss Big Show. Time for Robbie and Rochelle in the morning's world-famous animal stories. <coughs> stories trending about our furry little friends, our four-legged friends. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the birds in the sky and the trees perched on the branches, the fish in the sea under the water, even the creepy crawlers. <laughs> we have them all right here on the world-famous animal stories. Now, if you like cute little animals, <coughs> you probably have seen this video. It's gone wild. It's got millions of views on the TikTok. It's a camel that walks into a guy's kitchen. What? It's posted by an animal sanctuary out in California. Albert the camel. <laughs> Big Al the camel. I love that. Big Al. He's no dummy. He knows where the food is. Yeah. All caught on camera. Get him out with an apple. Don't let him eat my soup. Oh, he's broken glass. Ceramics? Well, can we get him out of here, please? Albert, Albert come on, sweetheart. Out of the kitchen. Oh, my oh. goodness. Out. Oh my on. gosh. Out. Listen to your daddy. Let's go. Come on. Good boy. Good boy. <laughs> oh. Good boy. You want an apple? Oh. I love you, but you gotta stop doing that. <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> Albert the camel. Albert. They must have a big kitchen. Yeah. For, for him just a, to even be able to walk in there. He's a big animal. That's a very big animal. Well, it's like the pyramids where the camels come <laughs> walking in your kitchen. Don't let him eat my apple. Well, he got an apple out of that's it. That's okay. so cute. Two-thirds of pet owners <laughs> say they share similar personality traits with their pets. Hmm. The top ones include long walks, enjoying car rides, <laughs> peanut butter, and not liking the morning. Not liking getting up first thing in the morning. I think we share a lot of traits with our cat, Rick. They say over time you become even more yeah. like your pet. Do you think there's any truth to that? 
Yeah, or your pet becomes more like you because they acclimate to you. Yeah, that's why he just sleeps all the time. The best is when you see some, you see someone who actually looks like their pet. Have you seen these? <laughs> like, like you and your pet look alike. This is weird. <laughs> this is weird. And it's cute for the dog, but not for right. you, <laughs> Margaret. <laughs> Here's a con on camera deal. There's a dog in Arizona. Kennel triggered police when he broke out of his cage, set off an alarm, attempted to break his friends out of their cages too, broke into oh. the food, the whole deal. There's a lost our home pet rescue. Jody runs that and she she talks about the big escape as the dog tries to let all his friends out. <laughs> the alarm went off. It was like, you know, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock in the morning. And I immediately looked to see what was going on and couldn't find anything happening. And then I, I saw the mess here. And I'm like, oh, my God. The police actually came because he set the alarm off. And he kept going off over and over again. I was looking at the footage this morning. And I saw how clean it was, like at 2 in the morning. I'm like, how is that possible? I had no idea the office was going to clean up until the next morning I saw it. And I just was like, wow. Oh, amazing yeah. man, you know, he did that. This is where you need to hire someone overnight. They're watching place. Yeah. We're going to need round-the-clock prison guards. Poor pups. They just want to get out and play. There's making a break. <laughs> well, have you seen the pictures of Frosty? He's been adopted now. He weighs 28 pounds. He's called mm-hmm. the Internet's chunkiest cat. 28 pounds? Oh, my gosh. Look how huge this cat is. We carried it in in a big carrier. So Frosty was brought to us by a concerned citizen that found uh, her as a stray, believe it or not. The more weight she loses, the happier of a cat she's going to be and the less grumpy she'll be. They always say that you're going to be happier, feel better when you lose weight. I'm nothing but angry when I'm not eating. (laughs) So I'm not sure that I buy that. And secondly, if this cat is uh, is a stray, doing pretty well for himself out in the streets if he managed to be 28 pounds. 28? That's the definition of a fat cat. What was he? Is that? That's like a real Garfield. 28 pounds? He's a big boy. I thought Rick was chubby at 13. Frosty's 28 pounds. (laughs) Get some Ozempic in him pretty quickly, huh? (laughs) Slip right down like Kelly Clarkson. Oh, my God. We got a lot of cat stories today. There's Beaks in Oklahoma. Save the family dog. Who says cats and dogs don't get along? I was being attacked by two coyotes. Oh. Oakley is a six-year-old dog, and thanks to Binks, is going to be just okay. Binks is jumping out, hissing at him, scratching at him, and scared him off. Out of nowhere, was attacked by a coyote. Jumped down and scared him off is the craziest thing ever. Thankfully, we had security cameras. We were able to go back and actually look to see what happened. It was inspiring to see just our little outdoor cat just jump at two coyotes that were attacking this little dog who she loves and run them off. First off, pronouncing it coyote is kind of like saying Missouri. I can tell where you're oh, from. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's like a southwestern thing. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. from New Mexico or something. It's, like, it's a coyote. It's a coyote. It's a coyote. Like, it's Wiley Coyote. It's a right. Wiley Coyote. It's but. a coyote. Come on. It's a coyote. Now. It's, and secondly, if dogs and cats can get along, matter of fact, this cat can risk its life for a dog, can't we all get along? I think so. Get them, Binks. Get them. Can we get through the primary this week? Can we? I think we can. Probably not. Probably not without clawing at each other. And finally, here at Animal Stories, there's a shelter in Poland that has begged people to temporarily adopt its dogs because their pens were outdoors and it was supposed to dip below zero. So people uh, people immediately showed up in droves, waited in line for hours, and took all 120 dogs home with them. Oh, my God. The overwhelming majority now, 109, say they're going to keep the animals. Oh, I love that story. So it turned into a mass adoption event there in Poland. Poland. Oh, that's a great story. Remember the old joke, how many poles does it take to screw in a light bulb? This is better because it's, <laughs> how many poles does it take to adopt 120 dogs? Well, apparently about 109. Yes. Or at least to start. Oh. Now I'm the one who looks dumb because I think I just did the math wrong. But anyway, <laughs> the world famous Robbie and Rochelle in the morning animal stories. I'm like Buddy Hackett doing Polish jokes. Uh, 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 there are days I just sit here and shake my head. <laughs> 
All right. I got a Wall Street Journal article from Big Boss Bob, and when Big Boss Bob sends something along, I feel the need to do it, so I thought we'd mention it. It's actually a funny story. Uh, the makers of Dove and Degree have admitted to conducting what they call torture testing of products for over a decade. And they have a number of people that have come forward and said that they were using products because of their... How do I put this? They had stinky they underarms. Stink? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They yeah, smell. Okay. They have people with uh, skin problems they have of different B-O. kinds. You're right. Right. <laughs> the company tests all the products on uh, men and women, saying they tend to be more available. Uh, uh, women tend to be more available than men to participate in this. They paid uh, people in the study they had to pass wow. a uh, physical fitness test and produce 100 milligrams of sweat and avoid antiperspirants for 17 days prior. And you got a stink, oh. stink problem to begin with. Imagine that. They make you refrain for two weeks plus using antiperspirants. Gross. That's crazy. <laughs> well, I can see guys not, you know, getting more or not getting involved in that because they, I, you know, care what you smell like. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and there it is, right in the pages of the Wall Street Journal, America's financial paper of record. Dove conducting uh, antiperspirant trials on the ladies. <laughs> Hot. Hey. Hot. Thank you, Big Boss oh, Bob. Yeah. I'm glad he's thumbing through the you, paper, Bob. checking his investments, and he went, oh, this article looks good for Robbie. I'll send it to him. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Bob. That's that's great. Great Pre- job out of you. Appreciate that. <laughs> Smell like the dumpster back of an Arthur Treacher's Fish and Chips restaurant. <laughs> Get yourself some Dove. Do they still have them? They don't have them anymore. I right? don't think so, but... Man, you remember you go in there and the tile floor just always looked like it hadn't been cleaned in a long time. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was there were a couple of them around here that 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 I used to we used to go to on Fridays in Lent. That that get your fish and chips, sure. That's what we used to go. Oh man, Arthur Treacher probably knew Buddy Hackett. Come to think of it, probably did. (laughs) I think they were in Herbie Herbie the Love Bug together. (laughs) Oh jeez, you've been getting messages from my elderly parents. About getting them uh, what's called clear at the airport or global entry. Global entry is what they're looking for. Well, there's a bunch of different things. Let me take a step back here. There's the TSA pre. Yes. Now, what's that? That's where you you already have all your information, so the TSA doesn't need to. You don't take off your shoes. You don't have. Basically, you you can skip most of the line. You show them your ticket. You walk right through. You don't have to take off your shoes, your coat, or anything. You just go into the security. So that's a voting the TSA security line. Yes. But you still have to stop and show them your ID and all of that, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, TSA pre is good for, like, domestic travel, so just in, within the state. But what's the difference between that and that clear thing? So clear is similar to that. However, they still make you take off your shoes and everything. It's run by an outside company, so it's not technically run by, like, the government, so they don't run your stuff. And they charge you more money every year to do it. So, so that's, But then what's the difference between that and pre why not just get the pre well that's a good question okay <laughs> and a global entry is the same thing but this is to avoid customs if you're doing international Correct. travel is so that right? it's, it's for international travel okay yes. now they uh, are constantly leaving the country to try and get away from me mm-hmm. is my understanding as most of my family is uh, so they they did not have the global entry and so they like, got stuck in a big line it and now expired. they're expired yeah. yes they had it and it expired but they didn't know it expired until they got to the airport the last time they went okay so that's a whole issue right there now my understanding is that you have to go in and meet with like a security agent mm-hmm. and all this sort of thing right yeah yeah so the first time you do it with both TSA pre and global entry once you fill out all your paperwork they then put you through a vigorous interview process which clear does not do and that's the reason a lot of people choose to do clear because it's basically sign up pay the money they take a scan of your face and your fingerprints make sure you're not a criminal and and you're on your way the other two are a a little bit more difficult to get a little bit more paperwork especially the global entry because i understand they put you in a room again with an agent who's there with the badge and the gun and the whole deal intimidate you and right and i (laughs) i have nothing i mean obviously i'm not a criminal Mm -hmm. but I, i feel like i'd be in there and i'd be ready to break like i'm in an interrogation scene 
you know? Well, like a, a Christopher Nolan movie. Yeah, it's a nerve-wracking situation. But why you, is it nerve-wracking? You're not a criminal. You're, you're not, not even you're not been arrested, but it not. feels like the I think we've all seen so many movies that they where were you in the night of the fourth? You know, they put the light right. in your face. Right. It's still it's still just like kind of a nerve-wracking thing, even though it shouldn't be. I get nervous. I'm just trying to go to Cabo. <laughs> I know, but I seriously I get nervous going through security and I do it all the time just because like it's one of those things you're trying to hurry up, you've got people coming behind you. So like it's just a nerve-wracking process right. going to the airport. So having to do something like this and get having a, an agent sit there and question you, are you sure you live at this address? Are you sure you're married to this you person? You start questioning everything. Ah, I really I don't know. So? I'm not I sure. Know. I don't know. Can I phone a friend? Right. Is <laughs> there an ask the audience? Right. Now, so they're signed up now you've because they do this thing my, yeah. my folks have this thing where they have they like to have a guy or a woman <laughs> and their job is at any time they have anything this is who they call it my yeah. mother for years i remember their names for years and years my mother had frank the tv guy uh-huh. so if any there was any kind of problem she wouldn't call the cable company wouldn't call the store <laughs> she'd call frank the tv guy then we had rick the carpet guy okay years and years we had al the pool man uh-huh. and they hired these same guys until they you know they're retired and she still call them going would you mind coming over well uh, you are now her technology person. Yes. I don't know how I got roped into this. I don't so know. anytime they have any kind of question yeah. about how to use a computer, the remote <laughs> control, we have to do something in our email. How do we use this on the iPhone? They mm-hmm. call Rochelle. They or they can't reach you for some reason. They'll reach out to me and say, get Rochelle on the line. Mm-hmm. We need to talk to her. Yeah. So have you gotten this straightened out for them now? And that's okay. I'm okay with that. Yes, we've gotten it straightened out. The, the, all of their paperwork is put in, but now you have, there's like a four to six month waiting process before you can get in for an interview. And I don't know if they're going to have to get in for an interview because they're renewing. They're not getting it. So these are these questions that they're coming at me and asking me. And because I don't work for Global Entry. Oh, but they assume because you know technology, know. you know all the answers. I'm like, I don't know. So then they asked me again, thinking my answer might change. Yeah. I still don't know. But there was the the process is is going through. They have the paperwork in. So we're just waiting. At I tell you, we should hire them as salespeople because we could use some more aggressive salespeople yeah. around here. But they will call. They will text. They'll show. They'll knock at the door. Yes. They would be great Jehovah's Witnesses too. You know, have they you never give up. yet? Yeah. They just keep, they don't reach you one way. They'll find another way. That's right. Well, good luck with that. Thanks. For the look ahead at your horrible scopes for the week, here he is, Uncle Ross Britton. Morning, Ross. Aries, Venus moves to the top of your solar chart today, and until February 16th, others can be especially intrigued by your talents, performance, or services. You're coming across as charming, helpful, and attractive. It's a great time for a reputation boost. Don Juan. Taurus. Venus begins its transit to your sign today, boosting your appeal and sense of adventure in the weeks ahead. Learning, publishing, and communicating are in stronger favor while this cycle is in play until February 16th, and personal magnetism runs as well. Gemini, Venus moves into your intimacy sector for a month's stay today, inspiring you to work on the more complicated or intricate areas of relationships sharing and intimacy. If you're not intimately involved, then this is about your relationship with yourself. Uh Uh-oh. Cancer, Venus begins its transit of your partnership sector today, where it's going to visit until February 16th. Mm. It's not the time to tackle deep issues, but it is a good period for pleasant interactions, and it's a healthy cycle for attracting and enhancing close relationships. I'm sure it is. Leo, 
Venus enters your work and health sector today until February 16th. It's a great time to actively bring more harmony to your daily life and working relationships. Uh. In fact, you may make social or romantic contacts through your work or the pursuit of your daily routines. Magical. Virgo, Venus moves into harmony with your sign today, and with Mercury and Mars already in this area of your solar chart, it's a great time to explore your creative side and let yourself shine. Hey. This Venus transit enhances your natural attractiveness, appeal, and charm. Look at this guy. Libra, Venus begins its transit of your home and family sector today until February 16th, and it's a great time to find your emotional center and get in touch with your safety, nurture, and security needs. Take this time to really connect with and learn about your inner needs. Call the cops. Scorpio, Venus moves into your communication sector February 16th and finds you outgoing and interactive. Hello. You're inclined to reach out more often and take more pleasure in your daily affairs, connecting with friends, exploring mental interests and topics, or learning new things. Well, how about that? Sagittarius, Venus leaves your sign today and heads into your solar second house for a stay and the focus is on building your resources love is more about security and comfort and getting along well with others can boost your business or income and personal enjoyment show me the money jerry capricorn Venus moves into your sign today until February 16th, and it can bring you quite a bit of positive attention. Others see your attractive and desirable traits, and this is a time of living well and putting the right kind of vibes that attract pleasant people and circumstances. Don't tell the IRS. Aquarius, Venus heads into your privacy and soul sector today until February 16th. Hmm. This brings private and deep energy to your love life. Hey. It's also possible you enjoy a more pleasing, if a little wistful, connection to your past or notable private moments with loved ones. Private how? And finally, Pisces, finally. Venus heads into a happy place, your social sector, until February 16th. With clinical Mercury and hot-headed Mars already in this area, <laughs> Venus helps smooth over any differences mm. you may have had with groups or friends. You may be connecting with fun people. And those are your Tuesday Horrible Scopes. Like Wang Chung, everybody have fun tonight. Thank you, Ross. Today's show is brought to you by the news that Sports Illustrated magazine is going out of business. Oh, great. Now where will 82-year-old Martha Stewart go do bathing suit spreads? Brand new documentary out this week. It's on Hulu. It's called Super Hot, The Spicy World of Pepper People. <laughs> All about the big business of spicy food and some of the people and the players. It's so interesting. Now, on the line, Shahina Wasim, who's, of course, in the documentary. Listen to this. I'm going to read some stats here about her. She holds the record for eating the most Carolina Reaper peppers in Oof. one sitting at 105. That's in the Guinness Book of World Records is the hottest pepper on earth. She's looking to break a record of 101 or 100 competitions all together. Yeah. I believe it is. Shahina, good morning. Good morning to you. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Well, congratulations on uh, <laughs> what you've done so far. I mean, it's really remarkable that you're able to do this. I mean, you're like a superhuman in a way. Oh, it's, it's, it's not superhuman, really. It's, it's just uh, an immensely strong willpower and mental strength I have, and I can never quit in these competitions. 
Mm. It certainly is. Now, when you say willpower, what I assume you mean is that you just have to, you know, you're not immune to the, the spice or anything like that. You simply have to power through it and you, you use your brain power to not let your tongue take over. I mean, <laughs> is that what you're saying? Absolutely. 100% you got that right. I do not have any sort of immunity to the castration in the chili pepper. I feel the heat from like round one, round two. It's a pretty mild process. Uh, so the way these competitions work, you'll start, you know, from the mildest to the hottest in the world. They get progressively hotter, and you have ten to fifteen rounds. And um, you know, I kind of start to die and physically appear to uh, the audience in that way from sort of second or third round. Uh, so I have no immunity. I do feel the pain from the peppers. Wow. So for me, um, having done this. And that's part of what you see in the docuseries as you talk about you're pursuing this record to do 100 consecutive uh, chili competition wins. Uh, is there a particular pepper that is easier to eat than others? Some that are har- harder to eat than others? I, I imagine the California Reaper is probably the hardest, right? Uh, the Carolina Reaper was officially the hottest uh, pepper until uh, this year. Uh, this is according to Guinness. Um, but, um, so, yeah, you know, like all peppers hit people differently, but obviously there's the school of heat unit way of measuring peppers. So you'll have the jalapenos with a mild spectrum, then you have like the habanero kind of medium and then you go up to hotter and hotter you'll have the scorpions ghost peppers you get the carolina reapers and and all in between so yeah it's it's, it's pretty tough and and really like obviously the milder ones will be easier to handle and the, the higher school heat units a pepper is assigned the hotter it will feel to you while you're eating so it's, it's quite painful but funnily enough you know people say it's a mental thing because not real. The pain you're experiencing when you eat these peppers is not real. It's all in your head. Yeah, you go in on the border and have a dish of nachos. That doesn't bother you at all compared <laughs> to this stuff, I imagine. No, no, they do bother me. And you will see, like, in this show, you will see me in a lot of pain. Shahina, the day of the competition, how do you prepare? Do you, like, take a Prilosec before you go to the competition? Do you come prepared with Tums? Is there something you do in preparation before you actually start eating these? I've learned this the hard way. Like, in the beginning, I had no idea, you know, like, these competitions I was going in willy-nilly, really, really, like, empty stomach, eating these peppers, and then dying afterwards because there's, things, um, there's this thing called capsaicin cramps that hits you and it literally falls your body in half. And I've had a friend who's a chili eater who's given birth and she's kind of likened it to having, you know, giving birth and like labor pains and things like that. Oh, wow. Uh, 
It's going to be a passion for peppers to go through all of that. Just uh, amazing. The docuseries is on Hulu. It's out this week. It's called Super Hot, the Spicy World of Pepper People. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on, Shahina. Thank you for having me, guys. Thank you. You're welcome, and good luck in the quest. Thank you. I don't want to ask, but I have to imagine they pay her some decent money. Imagine the thought being on all fours with pains like childbirth just because you ate a spicy <sighs> pepper. That's nuts. No, that's that, yeah. But, you know, but. It's like that pimple popper show. You just you watch these people do it. You almost can't look away. You don't like a car accident. You just oh, I can look away from that. <laughs> yeah, I don't like stuff that you know, spicy. You, you know who you know who loves hot spicy stuff? Captain Rich. Oh, he really? Loves that stuff. Oh, yeah. But he not that ghost hot... pepper. I mean, that's uh... oh no. He he does ghost pepper. He does all that stuff. Wow. I mean, little bits at a time. I mean, he doesn't sit down and eat a whole. But I mean, he he likes like like when we go out and he'll want that uh, hot sauce. Yep. And you should see him, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you know, and then the green, like, like not even the red. He didn't want that. He wants the, you know, the, the spiciest one that they have. And blah, 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 blah. Oh, God it's bless great. him. I wouldn't want to be. Oh, his, no. I wouldn't want to take a look at his esophagus. It's not good for not you. Me, but. Not me. Well, you know, he's, he's actually, you know, he's, he's doing good. Yeah. He's, he's, he's better than you and me right now. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a very it's, low bar. <laughs> I know. And it's the, it, it, maybe that's the idea. Maybe we start eating hot peppers. Oh, sh- yeah. What could possibly go? <laughs> wrong clean you all out oh <laughs> i got no goodness. problem with that don't you worry <laughs> <laughs> well, see what happens when rochelle is in the room right right standing here in the room yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> in my hands passes to see john mellencamp new jersey uh, performing arts center nj pack march the 10th Sometimes we do the backwards oldie of the day, the mystery oldie, knuckleheads in the news. Mm-hmm. Today I got one that's, uh, well, kind of similar to all of those, but I don't know that we've done it before. It's name that celebrity. Okay. This is not necessarily a person from the news, but it is a famous person, uh, not a newsmaker, again, a celebrity person, uh-huh. so we're talking show business here. And I'm just going to give you a little clip of their voice. Very famous, but maybe you can't recognize them just from hearing the sound of their voice. All right. Now, some I'm sure you could, like Matthew McConaughey, you know. Sure. All right, all right. Right, right. Very right. recognizable. De Niro, maybe uh, Pacino, you might know, but some of these. So name that celebrity voice. You'll just need to get, uh, well, I'll tell you what, we'll just give you one. If you can just get that one. If you can get one? You can just get the one I give you right. Are they that hard? Yeah. Okay. We get your passes here, 732-774-4444. We'll open up the line, but I'll give Rochelle a couple just to uh, test it out. Let's Let's start with this. Name that celebrity. I was 16 when I found out at SAG I couldn't have my own name. Hmm. Oh, Gwyneth Paltrow? Nope. You want to hear it again? Yeah. I was 16 when I found out at SAG I couldn't have my own name. That would be uh, be Emma Stone. Oh. (laughs) Should have known. She's got a terrible, raspy voice. Oh, she apparently had colic as a baby. I've read that, and that's why she has such a raspy voice. Okay. She was a screamer. Yeah, sure. How about this one? I couldn't tell anyone except my family, so there wasn't, like, any sort of big celebration or anything. Hmm. Oh, it's That's obviously tough, right? a British person. It is a British obviously. actress, yes. Uh, these are really hard. Think of wild guess. Think of British actresses. Doesn't sound like a, an elderly actress, if I may say. Is it so Kate I think Kate Winslet? It is not Kate Winslet. Listen again. I couldn't tell anyone except my family, so there wasn't like any sort of big celebration or anything. Hmm. Oh, my God. That'd be Daisy Ridley. Oh, I don't even know who that is. From Star Wars. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give you one more here before we open up the phone lines. Okay. And honestly, like right now, we were just talking about this backstage. There's like not, you know, there's this Mr. Rogers documentary that just came out. Oh, that's Chris like Pratt. So- that is Chris that's Pratt. Chris I'll Pratt. tell you what, if I didn't know, I would have guessed that was our buddy uh, Jerry O'Connell. 
Oh, yeah, he does sound a little bit like Play Jerry that again, Venom. Kermit. And honestly, like right now, we were just talking about this backstage. There's like not, you know. That's the same yeah. kind of vocal pattern that uh, yeah. Jerry O'Connell, he gets very excited about things and he, he slows does. down. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, here it is. This is the one you're going to have to identify. First caller to identify this celebrity voice will win 732-774-4444. I consider myself a veteran sorts. Oh, come on. And I've made uh, somewhat of a study of this. You know who it is right away? That's an easy one. Come on. All right. You want to hear it again? Yeah. Here, let's hear it one more time. Just uh, make I sure. consider myself a veteran of sorts. And I've made uh, somewhat of a study of this. All right. So there it is. Celebrity right. voice. Name that voice. First person to do it will win. 732-774-4444. While we're working on that, hashtag mom. Every morning about 7.29, we hear from moms, sometimes from dads, grandmoms, moms that have kids grown up, but they remember what the deal was. Mm-hmm. We search that hashtag and we share them just like this. Shelly Going said, my four-year-old learned how to spot the exit sign in preschool and her teacher told her she was really good at it. Huh. So now she points out the exit sign to people everywhere we go. And it's the cutest way I've ever seen anyone tell anyone it was time for them to leave. <laughs> the door is right there. Exit. Don't let Exit. it hit you. Don't let it hit you in the ass on the way out. I do that every place I go as I try to have an awareness of where the where there's an you exit. Do? Yeah, like I'm very like uncomfortable. You're on a plane? I'm very uncomfortable in our <laughs> control booth here at Boss HQ because the control booth is airtight and it's in the back of the building away from the window and I understand that's to prevent noise right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but I'm worried if there is a fire we're burning we're we're gonna be uh, we're burritos back here okay I guess I never thought about it until now so thanks for that we're a pig (laughs) on a spigot it's not good (laughs) at Emily K. May said my two year old officially has reached the milestone of climbing out of his crib we discovered this after bedtime when we heard a doorknob turn and he proudly proclaimed hi I leave crib (laughs) Well, at least he's honest. At least he's honest. Keeping you updated every step of the way. <laughs> and Nina Donofrio said, I've never committed a crime, but I have changed my niece's dirty diaper in a public washroom while she screamed, you're not my mom. Oh, God. <laughs> Hashtag, I'm not even involved in the situation and that stressed me out. Hashtag mom. Gosh. Every morning, 72920. Send one in. You might hear yours right here. Meanwhile, working. Uh, I consider myself a veteran of sorts, and I've made uh, somewhat of a study of this. Mm. Working on the uh, celebrity voice, 732-774-4444, playing for Mellencamp tickets. Good morning, it's a boss. Good morning. Hi there. What do you think? What do I think? I think it's Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr. Is it RDJ, Robert Downey Jr.? Yes. It is Robert Downey Jr. Nice job. Wow, thank you. You made that look easy. What's your name? Well, no, my name's Paul, and uh, the other ones were really hard. I was scared. Yeah, I thought Daisy Ridley was pretty good, right? No one thinks of the Star Wars lady. Very good, and I'm a Star Wars fan. Look at that. I, I faked you But out. I'm also a Marvel fan. Yeah. Well, you knew it. Robert Downey Jr. is it. You got John Mellon. Thank Camp you. Tickets. Yes, you're going to be at NJ Pack I'm on March 10th. All right, hang it on. That's so good. <laughs> he just name it. Jack and Diane, just keep naming them. Raro CK in the USA. Look at them go. All right, Paul, hang in the line. We'll get all your info. We'll get those to you. Congratulations. Show info, 1071theboss.com. And now, great moments in public speaking with former presidential candidate Ron DeSantis. I support doing things in that 18 to 34 age group. You know, you can give people some outlets. Maybe that's with programming on TV. Florida's ground zero for the nursing home. I mean, we're God's waiting room. Human feces is now a, a fact of life. You may be asking, what is that plotting? Well, this is an app where they plot human feces. And this has been Great Moments in Public Speaking with former presidential candidate Ron DeSantis. 
Jennifer. I'm in Michelle's Fast Five. Five big old trending stories that you needed to know. Be in the know from number five to number one. Reminder, as always, you can stay in touch with us on all the socials at 1071 The Boss, at Robbie and Rochelle Radio, or on the TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, all of those. Stay in touch. We post, I don't know, once a week. <laughs> Also, the podcast available at 1071theboss.com on demand or wherever you get your podcast. We start at number five and count down today. Number five, an Australian OnlyFans star claims that one of her subscribers ended up being one of her best friend's husbands. Uh-oh. Awkward. He was using what's called the girlfriend package. Joe's familiar. <laughs> it's where he pays uh, extra to get exclusive content just from her that other people can't get. Her name is Honey Brooks. You know what I'm talking about when I say uh, OnlyFans here. Yes, I do. I had a sub on my page who subbed probably like six months ago. He asked if there was a more personalized experience for him to purchase. I offer a girlfriend experience, but it's quite expensive. So he continues with that package for like three months. He stopped messaging me because his wife found out. His wife, that is one of my best friends, and I've met him multiple times. Like, we literally go out on family uh, dates. She sounds exactly as I would expect an OnlyFans model to sound, by the way. Am I stereotyping? <laughs> sure I am. You're god darn right I am. But that's exactly how I'd expect her to sound. That's so But listen, awkward. she's out there hustling, making yeah, money. Yeah, good for her. She's I, not trying to be a creep with her friend's husband, but... Listen, I wish I could figure out how to make money doing that, but how awkward is that? Because he obviously knew who she was. Right, so he's got a little fantasy with his... Uh, wife's friend. Right, but she didn't know necessarily who he was until later, so yeah. that's just so awkward. Well, how do you move past that? I, you can't. There's no moving past that. Yeah. Even I if mean, the wife was okay with it, it no, makes no, it the uncomfortable. Wife is never going to be okay But let's okay just with imagine that. that she was. It still makes this woman uncomfortable. Yeah. They can't be friends. No, you, the, the friendship is over. It's done. He's ruined it. That's By the way, crazy. I think you could make money on OnlyFans if you wanted okay. to. Okay, well, if anybody wants to send me some money, you know, <laughs> we'll make it work. You can fix doorknobs. <laughs> yeah. Put up Holiday decorations, people will be like, oh, wow, look at how great she is at that. <laughs> Amazing. Number four, in other smut news, TikTok users are now using what's called the kink test oh on boy. the TikTok, and that's gone viral. You used to call it the BDSM test, you know, oh. however you into the, yes. the whips and chains and all of that. Yeah, yeah. So I thought of a new trend, and it's basically the BDSM test, but hear me out. So it asks you like 40 questions or something, and then at the end of it, it gives you a list of results with what your kinks are. <laughs> and not kinks, but you know, like what you are kind of. Plus, hmm. you'll be able to know a lot more about your TikTok crush. All right, fine. I think that's fine. People should probably discuss what they're into before they hop into the sack together. You know, because not only lead a more satisfying relationship, you got to know what you're comfortable sure, with. Sure, sure. You have to have a safe word, of course. I'd like to know what kind of questions are on said kink test. Because oh. I feel like I have none, but maybe if... Oh, I'm sure question, you've got a couple. I Everybody probably has some. I don't know. I wonder what kind of questions it asks. I might have to go find out. Like, how do you feel about a hot grilled cheese on a skillet? I'd be like, oh, melty <laughs> cheese. Probably says a lot about... Probably. What turns me on. Probably. <laughs> I thought young people didn't like putting labels on things. And it's just literally mean? putting a label on you telling you what your your sexual fetishes are. Well, they like to put a label on it, but they just want to make their own label. Oh, I it's see. whatever they say it is. That's their label. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. All right, bonus story for you. How about something nice? Let's go out to Utah. Probably a nice Mormon guy, seven or eight wives. <laughs> Philip Rogish. He takes old Rubbermaid coolers, collects them from his neighbors. He'll drill six-inch holes, and they become shelters for feral cats, oh, for little mice, for little oh, animals. Oh, love that. During the winter. Yeah. Isn't that nice? That's great. Normally in the cooler, keeps things cold. We're going to use it to keep animals warm. Quarter inch pipe insulation. Fill it up about halfway. 
straw's been used for hundreds of years for bedding for animals. I'll tell you what, though. You look at him do this in his garage, he kind of looks a little bit like Dexter. There's a little serial killer vibe here. <laughs> Loves animals, people, he'll eat you. <laughs> That's a great idea, though. Number three, there's a woman online takes an ancestry DNA test. We've mm-hmm. done that. A lot yeah, of people have. do this, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Showed her father wasn't actually her father. Guess this happens to a lot of people? Well... <laughs> And this, for people that don't remember, happened to Rochelle, mm-hmm. where we know that her father, or the band she knew as her father, who knows as her father, is French-Canadian, but you had no French-Canadian, no French-Canadian ancestry there. whatsoever, Nothing. according to Ancestry. Yeah. Well, her biological father turned out to be an old family friend and a little <gasps> uh-uh, <laughs> oh. with mom. He's now worth $1.2 billion. <gasps> what? My dad came up with the brilliant idea of giving the entire family ancestry <laughs> DNA kits last year for Christmas. Turns out I'm 75% Norwegian and the rest is like German and British and there's zero Irish. Yeah. So I called him cracking up saying, guess what? I'm not Irish at all. So with my dad on the phone, I logged into my account to see if I have any DNA matches. And I had an exact paternal match. It just wasn't him. I confronted my mom and two of my aunts immediately, but even my dad recognized the name. Apparently, he was an old family friend. Wow. So I Googled this dude's name, and he's a billionaire. Oh. He's the CEO for a major company, and his three daughters work for him. And naturally, like the unstable millennial that I am, I drive halfway across the country to his corporate office. I tried to give him a letter, but when he heard my name, he refused to meet with me. No surprise he didn't want anything to do with her, right? I mean, that girl is crazy. That's a little nuts to drive cross country. She's crazy. But you know what? If I had a dad, a daddy who was a billionaire, I'd probably go pretty quickly, too. I don't know. Well, what does she expect? He runs a big multinational corporation. Yeah, he probably has a lot of people coming up and saying they're their children. He's pulling but... up there at Amazon headquarters. Of course the yeah. guy's going to say, <laughs> have you met my attorney, Brandon J. Broderick? <laughs> daddy Bezos? What a shocker that he doesn't want to talk to her. Yeah, wow. That is crazy, though. I'm telling you, you've got to talk to your mother about this. I can't bring it up. I, I don't know why you can't bring it up. I don't up. know. And I'm not saying that your dad is a billionaire, but I mean, don't you want to know what the deal is? I don't know. I just don't know how to bring it up to her. So I've just Have you said- uh, reconciled in your own brain that the man that you call your he's not your biological dad? You know this, right? I don't know. I don't. Because it'd be one thing if it was like, "Gee, I thought I was half French Canadian." You have zero. I have zero percent. So you me. know, you know that the overwhelming likelihood is that that guy is not your dad, I and do, the guy's a jerk anyway. And I'm okay. You're I'm estranged okay. from the man anyway. Listen, I'm okay with that. I don't even speak with him. My issue is with the rest of the family because I really do like my family, and I don't. I, I don't know. I don't want to feel like they're not my family. No, they're anymore. your friends. They're my friends. <laughs> they're my friends. <laughs> Bonus, bonus story for you. Nicole Kidman doing fine now, but mm-hmm. she's five foot eleven, yeah, and she says tall. early in her career she would regularly lie about how tall she was because her mm. agent told her women have to be under five foot eight to be movie stars. You will not have a career, and she bought into it. She what? said she wishes at the time that she was wiser because she's done just fine being an actress. I think a lot of the actresses they appear to be taller than the actors. Yeah, you see some of the actors in the red carpet, you're like, I didn't realize that guy was so teeny tiny. Well, you get to be a movie star, they do all those tricks. Like Brad Pitt is, yeah. a, is not a big guy. No, George no. Clooney is really not a big guy. Neither is Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is a small guy. Right, right. Well, and I, I think a lot of the the Hollywood stars they wear heels too, so they have the high heels. Yeah. on. So it makes them 
taller, but it's crazy that she thought that because to be a model, you have to be at least 5'9". So yeah. you, ha- you used to have to be. So I think she started as a model too, didn't she? Yeah. I, I mean, she's beautiful. I don't know why she would like. Well, she was married to Tom Cruise. Right, she so that's was. probably part of the whole the whole deal is he was insecure about it. Maybe. Made her insecure about being so tall. Maybe, maybe. But I... I don't know. I think everybody always wants what they don't have. So I'm short. No. I'd love to be 5'11". That I don't know great. how I would feel. I mean, listen, I'm a pretty tall guy, not tooting my own horn, but I'm, I'm almost 6'5". So I'm pretty tall, right? I think yeah. the average is maybe 6 feet, 6'1". Yeah. So I'm above average. But I can't imagine having you be taller than me. So let's say that I'm 5'11". If you were 6'2", I have to admit, uh, this is, might sound chauvinist, but I'd feel a little no. funny having you be bigger. And you don't want a guy who's I, smaller than I, you. I've always been attracted to men who were much taller. Yeah. So, I mean, I do understand that. I just, I also think as a woman, I would like to be taller because I'd be able to eat more and you wouldn't see as much of it. <laughs> that's just my Stretch thinking. Stretch it out. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm married to Stretch Armstrong over here. <laughs> Number two, there's a popular moisturizer which is sold by Sephora. It's called a Delicia Drench Body Butter, sold by a brand called Sol de Janeiro. <gasps> you ever heard of this? Yeah, that's Brazilian bum bum cream. Is it Brazilian bum bum cream? That's the one I well, use. Well, guess what? Yeah. It, according to a new study, it attracts uh, wolf spiders. <gasps> no! No! What? Someone posted a one-star review and claimed that their shower became infested with spiders. <laughs> ah! And this has become an online thing now. People believe this. The uh, makers say they've done an independent test, and this... This person just lived in a house that was unlucky. So it's not, it doesn't? There's no scientific research to support this, but there's many people online oh my God. who are saying, I'm never buying it again because oh my God. it's like a arachnophobia situation. I'm, oh, I'm all like, oh, ugh. I use that stuff every day. Well, they're going to like you. No. Oh my God. That's crazy. Go ahead and double check that loofah. Just <laughs> oh, no. What was that number two? I'll give you another bonus, bonus, bonus story. 10% of people say they don't own a single book according to a Mm. new study. But they do own an average of eight gadgets that are linked to the internet where they could open some up and read on it, whether it's a Kindle or an iPad or an iPhone. And I got to be honest with you, I certainly own plenty of books, but I rarely do I pick up a book. I do most of my reading online and I'm certainly not a techie person. I know. There is something about holding a book though. Like I do at times like to read a book. I do a lot of Audible. So I listen to a lot of the books, but there is something different about holding a physical book. So yeah. that makes me really sad that 10% of people don't don't have a book. They can't they don't know that feeling of reading an actual book, the smell of the pages, the turning, the crease that you sure. make, the bookmark that you have to get. I mean, there's something special. I'll tell about you what I don't like though is I don't like uh, I don't like library books, I don't like used books. And I'll I tell know. you why cuz there's a smell to paper. I love I used to love the smell and, and you ruined and it for me. People lick their fingers and turn the pages. I know. Disgusting. I used to love the smell of old library I'd rather have books. the bugs and bum bum cream than people's <laughs> people switch spitty pages. Number one, let's go to old Mexico. 54-year-old there has the world's largest junk, according to Guinness. Congratulations, Guinness world oh record God. holder. He's got the largest Venus in the world at 19 inches. <gasps> what? That's right. It's close to two feet long. He says it what? prevents him from working because he's unable to work clothes for the most part. So he's on government assistance. And he says he's really not able to use it at all because it's difficult without causing hurt for the other person. Now, this is somebody who needs an OnlyFans page. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, guy's living the dream. He's walking around there with a giant doll. He doesn't have to work. Is I mean, what like, a guy's living the dream. Seriously, is that like elephantitis or something like that? That's not. That can't be natural, right? No idea. Two feet? That's a toddler. 
He's got a toddler in his shorts. Man's got a toddler in his pants. That's insane. Call up Levi. I need you to make some bigger jeans. <laughs> Tuesday, world famous celebrity birthday file. She's been on the show. Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Yes. Did we decide on this Thyssen Thiessen? You said Thyssen. I say Thiessen. She hits the big 5-0 today. Mariska Hargitay from Law & Order. 60. Princess Caroline. 67 today from Monaco. Mm-hmm. Richard Finch of KC and the Sunshine Band. Robert Zander from Cheap Trick. Uh, Sully Sullenberger, the captain. Oh, yes. Miracle on the Hudson. 73 today. Magai himself, Richard Dean Anderson, is 74. And, God bless her, still alive, Cheetah Rivera. Remember from West Side Story? Yes. She is 91 today. Wow. Today's National Pie Day and National Handwriting Day. <laughs> okay. Go through my books and you see all my notes. Yes. This day of history, happy birthday to the Frisbee, debuted 1957, mm. and happy anniversary to the A-Team and made its debut on NBC <laughs> this day back in 1983. I'll pity the foo. <laughs> Love me some Mr. T. Didn't you still have a Mr. T bike? I sure did. <laughs> I pity the fool that didn't have one. Living the dream. Not like the guy in Mexico, though, I'll tell you that. <laughs> That's Mr. T right there. I talk about oh, that boy. pie thing. I mean, I don't mean the math. I mean actual pie, like apple yeah, pie. Yeah, it's actual pie day. Yeah. yeah, I know. As opposed to uh, pie day is around St. Patrick's Day. I think it's uh, March the 14th. And uh, hey, oh, how about great. this? Anita Pointer, born on this day. We lost her about a year ago, but... We do a little uh, Pointer Sisters music. I thought they were a great group back in yeah, the day. Yeah, they were. A lot of big yeah, hits. Absolutely. And there was, a, remember the Neutron Dance from Beverly Hills yep, Cop? Neutron and Dance. And Fire and Slow Hand and... Bunch of great songs. A little bed really here good. for you. Yeah, here we go. I want to hold you and love you, baby. What a catchy song. Yeah. <laughs> You're just figuring that out, huh? <laughs> I hadn't heard it in a while. I'm so excited. And I just can't hide. Well, a little earworm for you. You'll be humming that all day long now, I guess. Yeah, I I, well, never mind. What's the matter? You don't like the. Pe- no, you no, don't no, like no, the. No, I love it. Oh, I love it. I love it. But, but what do you call it? No, we were about to have an on air meeting and I changed my mind. About I what? Know why only, I, 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 don't, I don't understand why you only play 10 seconds of a song. Well, because we're already a couple, thing. we're supposed to, you're the one that always uh, moans and screams about how we run late for the traffic, so. I never complain about running late. I've never opened, not one time. You brought up I log integrity. Being late. You remember that, the log integrity? Oh, I used, to, I used just to bust your chops. I know, I could care less what time you go to me. It's <laughs> your show, if you want the ratings to be up there, you go to me when you're supposed to. If you don't, I don't, what the hell do I care? Not my problem. <laughs> Not my problem. As Joe pointed out, he's already the most popular person on the radio That's station. Right. So what different than me? He's got a piece of paper right here that says so. <laughs> That's the come on, stop it. Let's do this. It's he said, she said yeah. on Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. Thank you, Scott, and brought to you by Dr. Anthony Lombardi's brand new Lipson IVs, a brand new health and wellness center called Lipson IVs in Marlboro. 732-838-9449. That's 732-838-9449. Already a month into the new year, so now's the time to give Dr. Anthony Lombardi, Hollywood Anthony, a call. I got a Reader's Digest article, believe it or not. Wow. It caught my eye. They did a survey of about 2,000 seniors across the country, senior citizens, people over 65. And they asked them what they would do if time travel was possible, what they would uh, choose to experience all over again. Mm -hmm. Or I guess would they go to the future, whatever the deal is. The top answer was go back and experience being 30 or so again. Really? 30% said their 30s were the happiest, best decade of their life. 20s came second with about a quarter of the vote. Okay. Seniors also asked... uh, Advice they would give their younger self if they go back and tell their younger self something. And they got a whole host of things here about 
you know, staying humble, staying positive, mm-hmm. not getting bogged down in, around negative people, and on and on it goes. But I thought that was interesting. If you had a time machine, well, yeah. first of all, would you go back in time or forward in time? Because oh. the overwhelming majority of seniors, which I suppose makes sense, that they wanted to go back in time. I don't know, though. That's tough because if you're going forward in time the same age that you are now, it might be interesting to see what happens or what you... I don't think I, I want to know what happens. I don't know, but you're right. I probably wouldn't <laughs> want to know. I guess I would probably go back in time. Okay. Yeah. So you'd be like most seniors that doesn't say they go back in time. Do you agree yeah. your uh, your 30s are your best life? Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would say that. I, I think I'd like to be a little kid again. Really? You'd go that far back? I think so. I mean, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I don't... I mean, you're eating and you're playing and you're uh, you're having a good time. Oh, you got less stress. Someone's paying for everything for you. My issue would be then it's I like would... like being Prince Charles. But I would know I'd have to go back through my teen years and the 20s and I just don't want to... And even, even knowing that I could change things, I don't know that I'd want to go that far back. Like if I could pinpoint a day, I'd probably want to go back to our wedding weekend and redo that again. That was sure. super fun. Sure. I That was just so much fun that entire weekend. I would do that. But I don't know that I'd want to go all the way back. Now, they're not saying you have to go and live your life again from that point. I think just you're just saying you go back again? and, uh, you know, just spend a day. Yeah. I mean, I like guess. quantum leaping back I, into your 30s. You know? I would love. We had a family reunion when I was maybe 11, 10 sure. or 11. And like my grandparents were still alive. So I could, I would love to see them again. All sure. my aunts and uncles were there. All my, I remember playing with all my cousins the whole day. We spent the night. I would love to go back to that day, but I wouldn't want to live my life from that point. That was, <laughs> there was like a lot that happened after that. So I probably, if could. you had to pick a year, you wanted to go back to this kind of a different deal. But if mm-hmm. you wanted to pick a year, where would you go? It doesn't have to be in your lifetime. If you could just mm-hmm. go live your life in some other time period, do you go to like the year 2150? Do you go back to 1980? Like, what do you do? I'd probably go back to 2017, 2018. That's it? That's it. Just a couple of years back? Yeah. Interesting. It was a good year. It was fun. I go back to 1979 and buy all the Apple stock. (laughs) Every last bunch of it. Yeah, that's true. Hey, Steve, how are you? Robbie, good to meet you. Good point. (laughs) I'd like to run the company. I believe in it. I believe in it. (laughs) All right, so you could go back in time or you can go, yeah, go back in time. Right. You got a time machine. Mm -hmm. What is the best time of your life? What year or what period would you go back and live all over again that's your he said she said 732-774-4444 call us text us get us on facebook those are next hi my name's Alyssa miller and i am sports illustrated swimsuit model i'm really gonna miss si the swimsuit issue it's the only one i buy I'm really gonna miss SI The swimsuit issue You don't wanna see a grown man cry 
Jersey's free money radio station where Kimberly from Long Branch yesterday qualified, became the boss All-American of the day for $5,000 cash. Waiting on that pop top. Could happen any time. Could be in just a minute. Could be at 5.59 every day, every workday, Monday through Friday between 6A and 6P. Let's for that pop top here at Crack Open. Be the 10th caller. Get red, white, and brew fest tickets for President's Day weekend Cure Insurance Arena and qualify for the five grand. Somebody's walking out with a check. February 17th from Cure Insurance Arena. There's another chance to win. All you got to do is post a picture of yourself. Send it to us through 1071theboss.com. Get qualified that way, too. Meanwhile, just underway, this morning's He Said. She Said. Talking about time travel this morning. I'm very fascinated, seriously, with yeah. time travel. I think it's very interesting. And it, you, there are a lot of questions here. Mm-hmm. And this, again, kind of a sidebar, but it's interesting to imagine if there is such a thing as time travel, if we develop the technology as a people in the future, mm-hmm. that means there's time travelers here more, more likely than not right now. Oh, that's a weird concept. You know, to or think people about. just think that the government is hiding the fact that we've got little green men or whatever. <laughs> what if they already have time travel and the FBI, the CIA, whatever wanted to? They don't want the public to know, so there's already people time traveling. We don't even know it. I love the conspiracy theories. I don't know if it's conspiracy <laughs> theories, but you're just saying like, no, if, it is. It's very, very interesting. You think because it's in so many movies and there's so many things that it, it's talked about that it, I, I don't know why it's not a possibility. We know, know. we know there is a future, right? So if they, the technology Maybe. happens, or <laughs> does it mean that it is not possible, and that's why mm-hmm. there aren't time travelers? Mm-hmm. Kind of an interesting, kind yeah. of blows your mind a little bit, doesn't Definitely it? Definitely a lot of sci-fi going on. <laughs> Would you uh, go back in time and try and uh, you know change history, do something? You know, people, there's a bunch of movies like the Stephen King thing. We yeah. go back and try and save Kennedy or something like that. I don't know. I, I mean, I probably wouldn't do that, but. <laughs> I, mean, I don't mean that. I just I ain't no hero. That okay? just seems very dangerous. Yeah, it does seem very dangerous. I don't know how I don't know how I would do that, but uh, I maybe I don't know. I when you start messing with stuff, they always say if you mess with it, you don't know then what your the future outcome is. So I don't know. I don't know. Like I would be afraid if I went and did something and changed even in my own life that it, I wouldn't meet you and I wouldn't. Oh. And that's that's mushy and sappy. Aren't but you sweet? but there are certain things if I I wouldn't. I would never want to not have my kids in my life, but I would make some changes there for sure. sure. So I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I I try not to have regrets if I can. Well, it's not about regrets. It's just fascinating if you've got all the time in the world, right? Right. So the question this morning, this is what they asked a bunch of senior citizens in Reader's Digest. Uh, If you could go back, experience a a time Mm. or an age of your life. Yeah. Uh, period in your life, where would you go? And most of them said uh, my 30s. Yeah. Especially my early 30s because 20s were a very close second. 28 was, you know, obviously I'm still 28 and there's a reason I'm always 28. 28 was a great year for me. I had a lot of fun that year. So if I could pick a year and a time, I am 28 still and I would stay 28 forever. you get any Facebook answers on this? Yeah. We got a text from uh, 8974 that said I'd go back to my childhood and see my parents again. See, that's very sweet. That is is a nice thing. Marla said I'd go back when my kids were babies. Never thought I'd miss that time, but I really do and Dave said I'd go back to 1978 best year of my life I graduated high school met my wife that year moved out on my own got arrested for being stupid it was a great year and yet he still wants to do it all over again I love that he's not been reformed by the arrest whatsoever (laughs) and you know what I think I respect that morning it's the boss I would go back to any year besides the COVID year yeah Okay, well, pick a favorite. There must be one that stands out. I, I can't have a favorite because I just love my wife. Anywhere as long as there's no Dr. Fauci present. <laughs> well, look at you, man, drinking a happy uh, happy juice this morning, huh? Have a nice day, Robbie and Rochelle. All right, bud.
If time travel's possible, you go back and choose to experience a period, an age, an event in your life all over again. What are you going to do? 732-774-4444. Call us, text us, get us on Facebook. Kind of a spooky, he said, said. this morning. I'm just trying to watch the press conference here announcing the uh, Oscar nominations for uh, 2024. All right, list is out, Joe. Ready for these? American Fiction, never heard of it. Anatomy of a Fall, never heard of it. Barbie, that makes sense. Holdovers, really good movie. That makes sense. Uh, Holdovers is great, yeah. Killers of the Flower Moon, that's a Scorsese movie. That's supposed to be really good. Yeah, but it's like nine hours long. I don't know if I can sit there. Oh, is it? Oh, why do they do that? Maestro is one about Leonard Bernstein with Bradley Cooper. Oppenheimer, Past Lives, never heard of it. Poor Things, I think, is Emma Stone. And The Zone of Interest, there's your Best Picture nominees. Remember, it used to be five, now it's like 20 movies. Yeah, I don't understand that either. I mean, they do, you know, they're trying to, I guess, be more inclusive and stuff, but I just, uh, I don't get that at all. We don't care about the supporting actors. Uh, no. We don't have the no. noms here for the main people yet. Those aren't, they're no. still working on that. So, well, what about you go. the music? Uh, yeah, I get the music ones. Not out yet. Uh, uh, the music ones, a bar- song from Barbie, Dua Barbie. Lipa, is nominated, yeah. and uh, the score from Oppenheimer, so big snooze uh, fest, I guess. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully somebody beats up Will Smith again. That'd be good. <laughs> <laughs> Need some excitement on this thing, you know? That's but, right. All right. I'm sure Michelle will be on top of it. You know, she's kind of our movie guru and all that. Right. All right, I'll give you uh, Best Supporting Actors, uh, Sterling K. Brown, Robert De Niro, uh, Robert Downey Jr., Ryan Gosling, Mark Ruffalo, actually some big names, supporting actresses, uh, Emily Blunt, Danielle Brooks, America Ferreira, Jodie Foster, and Divine Joy uh, Randolph again for uh, holdovers, which we're all rooting for here. So uh, I guess Michelle will have the complete list as uh, we're waiting for the best actor, best actress. It's He Said, She Said on Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. And brought to you by Dr. Anthony Lombardi's new health and wellness center, Lips and IVs. In Marlboro. I tell you, I love this. I talk about this stuff all day. Mm-hmm. I know I said kind of sound like a science professor, a nerd or something <laughs> here, but I think the time travel concept is so fascinating. If you could go back, and uh, and I we're talking about going back because they did a survey in Reader's Digest of uh, senior citizens, and the overwhelming majority did not want to go see the future, wanted to go back and experience something yeah. again, or there was a particular age that they wish they were again for, remember, they felt better, right. whatever the deal sure. is. So what about you? If you could go back in time, where would you go in your own... You know, the, the own, uh, your own timeline of yeah. life, right? Brenda said, I'd go back in time and go to the last dinner I had with my husband be- before he passed away. I could relive that night over and over. That's, yeah, that's very sweet. That's very, it reminds me sweet. of uh, Nolan. Talk, you, get, you know, usually he's farting. Yeah. But he tells a beautiful story about his prom where he and his wife are dancing and they're yes. having a spotlight and that Chicago is playing. And then <laughs> and people might not know, but Joe and Marianne were not together for years and then they finally got together. Right. That's a beautiful it's story. Very sweet. Yeah. yeah. We got a text from 3412 that said, I agree. I'd definitely go to my wedding day. Greatest day of my life. Plus the cash. <laughs> the aboost. The aboost. As my people call it. <laughs> Stan said, I'd go back to the day I got to visit the Playboy Mansion. Listen. <laughs> I went to one of those parties myself. Uh-huh. Not a bad evening. Yeah, I'm sure. Not a bad evening. <laughs> Was asked to leave after 30 minutes. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> and not for the reason of- you think. They're just like, they're like you got to leave appetizers for the other people. Yeah. <laughs> okay? You got your picture, though. There's a whole album on your Facebook. That's right. <laughs> No, we were saying the other day, it actually is kind of dumpy, but a couple more Facebook answers here. 2014, when I met my wife, that's a nice answer. The early 90s, uh, with three family members I miss, we'd hang out. I'd go back to my college years, 1971 to 1975. 
All right. And then he said, but if I, if I could go beyond my life, I'd like to go back to 1900 and drive a Model T. That's kind of fun. Go back to 1993, spend more time with my brother. We got, there's a good one. John says, September 14th, 1984, I'm going to see my first Springsteen concert again. That was at the uh, the old Philly Spectrum. Greg said he'd go back and try and prevent Pearl Harbor from happening. Lenny wants to go back to his mom's womb. Tony and Howell says he'd want to live the 80s one more. It was just so much fun. Best fashion, best music. And Vicky said she'd go and try and save the members of Leonard Skinnerd. Well, these are all good ideas for uh, future Stephen King novels, you know? 732-774-4444. We're going to leave the text connect open or Facebook. Time travel's possible. You go back and experience what? What event? What age all over again? Your he said. She said. Kind of a wistful he said, she said this morning. There was a list that came out last week of words that we should all stop using. Mm-hmm. Not that I would ever use these, but words like brah. Hey, brah. Riz. Yeah. Sus. These are little abbreviations that kids say. <laughs> We're supposed to stop using these now because I'm just now finding out what they are and attempting to use them in my mind. Don't my be lingo. that person. Don't be that middle-aged mom that's using. That's so sus. <laughs> Don't be that no? person that's trying to sound Not hip cool? by using lingo. Okay. There's like grandma. Isn't it groovy, kids? You know, I mean. <laughs> Don't be that person. <laughs> but Reader's Digest has your vocabulary words that you should use. Some of these are outdated words. Some of them are obscure. Okay. Godwatery is top of their list. That's uh, terminology or words. The godwatery of the situation. The godwatery of this office is to say, per my last I email. Don't, I, I don't think you should. Nobody's going to know what you're saying if you say that. It sounds like a made-up word. Listen to this. How about a teradiddle? A teradiddle? Or is it teriddle? Teradiddle? I think it's teradiddle. <laughs> teradiddle. Ter- teradiddle. That, that sounds like a porn, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah that sounds you know. dirty. That's a, a term for a lie. A teradiddle. Don't tell me a teradiddle. <laughs> you teradiddler. Ter- you're, you're a teradiddler. Yeah, Tara's over there diddling. <laughs> How about a prunk? A prunk. What does that mean? It sounds like a prank because it's a similar word, yeah. but a prunk is a uh, a weak or a cowardly person. You know, like a cowardly what lion. A prunk. Yeah. You're such a prunk. He's such a prunk. He's afraid of everything. Nobody's going to use these words, are they? Why Why would we use these? This is good. Fubsy. I'm going to say the next time we go in Dr. Lombardi talk about the nutrition plan. <laughs> I'm still a little fubsy. That fubsy? Means, means chubby. Oh, fubsy. Yeah. Are, so are these made up words or no. are these are real words? Some of these are old timey words. Some of them are just obscure vocabulary words that most fubsy. people wouldn't know. Fubsy is proper English. It's just a way of saying chubby. <laughs> Not fat, but chubby. Chubby. Okay. You know, or a little overweight. Sure. Absquatulate. Oh, I'm definitely using that. That's to flee the scene. <laughs> absquatulate. To leave an event. I'm. How would you say I'm absquatulating? I'm going to go ahead and uh, make the big Irish absquatulation. Yeah. And get out of here early. And <laughs> <laughs> to leave this concert, I'm going to absquatulate to the parking lot at PNC so That's I don't get weird. stuck in traffic. That's weird. Uh, how about an oxter? That's an old term for armpit. An oxter. Okay. Got to shave that oxter, baby. Gross. Age last. An ageless. Age last? Age Some, last? Someone who uh, never laughs at anything. They're very serious. Okay, oh. such an age last. I know a few people like that. A fartlick? Come on. That's not a real word. Fartlick is uh, the endurance training where someone switches between sprinting and jogging. You're fartlicking. How do you, how is it spelled? Uh, F-A-R-T-L-E-K. <laughs> fartlicking. Matter of fact, uh, before the show every morning, I know Chernoff is out there fartlicking Livingston. He's fartlicking all over the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Zerts. That's how you say it with a letter that starts with Z, like uh-huh. xylophone. Zerts, right? Uh, I'm sorry, X. X-E-R-T-Z. X. Z- uh, zerts is to drink something really fast. Zerts. You zerts it? X-E-R-T-Z. Nope. Nobody. Nobody. Is, is that the right sound with x right? It's like a Z sound for an X, isn't it? I don't know. Xylophone? It doesn't give you... Yeah, xylophone. Yeah, I so guess so. So is it Zerts? Yeah. That'd be a good name for a soda. Zerts? Yeah. Yeah. They need to team up with certs. Make a certs. Yeah, if you don't get sued by the certs people, do a certs <laughs> energy drink. 
This might be the best one. How about bumfuzzle? Come on. That's a, not a real word. Tara's diddling over there in her bumfuzzle. <laughs> no, bumfuzzle means to confuse or complex, or it's complex. These sound like the, the dirty words that the, the Orbitz lady would say. <laughs> dirty mouth, clean it up. <laughs> Fart fizzler. Have a zertz. <laughs> Have a zertz. You Tara diddling bumfuzzler. <laughs> Those are real obscure and or old-timey words. Bumfuzzle. Right. Wow, bum fuzzle. <laughs> I love the fart one. That was funny. Out there fart licking. Yep. Fart licking. It's like Mark. Turn off, yeah. <laughs> All right, that's it. We're out of here. Back tomorrow, Wednesday, bright and early, 6 a.m. Free coffee thoughts, fast five, birthday file, more tickets. Go see John Mellencamp with a mystery oldie of the day. We'll do that about 7.10. Go to Celebrity Hotline. I got a rock and roll royalty. We had Robbie Krieger from the Doors earlier this week. It's like Rock and Roll Hall of Fame week. Lou Graham, formerly a foreigner, and of course he's had some big uh, top 40 hits all his own. We'll talk to Lou about his show coming up at the Basie and a new record he is getting set to announce. Have a great Tuesday.